This week's episode is brought to you by Generic Brands. Tired of paying way too much for that box of Fruit Loops? Well, now with Fruit Hoops, you can get all of the same great taste of Fruit Loops without having to spend an extra $1.50. Generic Brands. There's always that kid with the one mom who has to buy them, right? I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And today we're talking about uh, generic versus archetypal support. But first, uh, the ratios for GBT-13 were revealed. Yeah, how are those? Um, Well, as it turns out, there is only one of each Zeta Rare per case. Of course. Which is bad. (laughs) Well, just makes perfect sense. Yes. So they also ate the SGR slot into just GR. Yeah. There's no SGRs, so there's four GRs of each GR per case. Yeah. Yeah. And ones of each ZR per case, which means, like, in this set where you have one ZR, which is, like, pretty good for one clan, Uh I assume that Megiddo will kind of just act like an Aquaforce, like, old SGR. I assume it will be, like, 100 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But Um, you only need one, right? That's the the gimmick they're pulling here. But... When a card hits three digits, people are like, that's like now like, you only get this card if you care a lot or like need need it like for a tournament or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 big thing is that uh, all, all these other channels came out about this. Different Fight, Solemn Vanguard, uh, Crossbone Vanguard came out for the first time in a while and we're like, guys, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I think this is bad direction. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think their design in GBT thirteen for the GRs were also pretty bad. But they were doing the, so well. Like, yeah, just, like um, the last two sets were pretty good, and then uh, this set just looks like it's set up to be a complete market disaster. Yeah, yeah. I think I feel like there was some either a designer change or that the higher-ups in the company who don't know shit about design but know that they want to print booster pack that they want to sell booster packs, um, you know, had some, like, strong influence because this set is just looks so much worse. Not only is this set just worse than the previous two sets, it also just sets a lot of bad precedents going into the future. Mm-hmm. I like, mean, this is the last G-era set, right? Are, do we even know that? No. Or, no. Oh, wait, last G. We this whole season. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Never mind. We're at the beginning of it. Um... But in terms of, like, what the cards do, and we've already gone over the effects in previous episodes, 65 and I think 66 or 67 for Drachma, but, um, like, Different Fight and a couple others basically said you don't really need these that much. And especially if they're going to be prohibitively expensive. Mm-hmm. And I don't, think, I don't think the Carter one is that good. You mean the yeah. Dragon Empire one? Yeah, but I do think... Um, if you're in a like, if you're playing Aqua Force in tournaments, then the Megiddo will be m- more necessary because he's one of the few ways that deck can play from behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides Wailing so, Thomas, but right. So I think, I think they'll both be comparable in price, but I think that Megiddo will Megiddo will just move easier to people who need it. Yeah. Yeah. What's ironic is I mean, that Megiddo in Japan is the cheaper one. Oh yeah, because Drachma looks flashier. 
And yeah. there are three Dragon Empire clans in this set. And there's five total versus the three Magdalenica and one and baby. One of the set. Magdalenica clans okay. doesn't even need Megiddo and never would even play it. Yeah. Although I have a lot I have a lot of friends out here in LA saying, like, yeah, but it's good in Grand Blue. I'm like, it's you can just do Grand Blue things without it. Like I guess we don't have Rosal, so whatever. I mean, we'll get it eventually. Uh-huh. Sure I'm, we will. Mm-hmm. I'm confident. Um and by confident I don't know where you I don't know where you get this confidence from. By confident, I mean I am, like, burning from the inside that if we don't get it, my head's going to explode, because that means... It's probably going to get a main set reprint, given what's been going on with other promos so far. You know what? No, no, box topper. You know what? No. I'll Case topper. Oh my god, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) God damn you guys. You know Boucherud has done a case topper before, right? what, What was it? In Weishwartz, oh. they printed this set, and in the case, there were promo cards that just came on top of the case. Oh, my Weird. God. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, overall... So they could just decide, when set 13 comes out here, that they want Rosal and Harry to be case toppers. Like, every time you buy a case, it comes with one Rosal, one Harry. Why do you, why, why do you gotta play with my emotions <laughs> like this? Why? <laughs> I mean, given everything we'll, else they've we'll done attack? to screw up the market in this set, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, well, I'm honestly, just... unless your name is Aquaforce or to a lesser extent Kagero, most of the stuff in here is pretty cheapish, or at least is going to be easy to get if they keep the same ratio, or set ratio they did in 11 and 12. Well, I assume the SGRs in the set will be worth almost nothing. What SGRs? The S- uh, the, sorry, the GRs in the set will be worth, except I think... The Purge yeah. might be worth something, because people need, like, a million of them. Well, yeah, because everybody well, loves the Purge. Oh, no, the Aquaforce uh, one, you would just play all of it. Because oh, play- the Aquaforce GR, you would just play it every turn, I would think. Oh, 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 oh so these GRs, you think you both you need four of each? Probably. Yeah. I like, mean- three to four, I would just... Uh, Purge, yeah, because it has a flip skill GB3, which I just... I hate that. And Is then- that a flip itself, or just something? Something. something, but it's, it's, I still it's a hate. GR, so it doesn't have to flip itself. Yeah, I still hate the idea, but we can talk about that when we get to the set. And then uh, the Aquaforce GR scales higher the more GB you have, and it's Lambros with lower wave requirements. So yeah, I would just play it every turn. So basically, the, oh, so this means the GRs are just going to be extremely expensive as well. Yeah. Well, think... no, well, because you get guaranteed four per case of each. So then right. it used to be two. But that means that, so every single Overlord player and every single Aquaforce player needs four of these, and that means in every case one person is set. You know, one of these people is satisfied. I thought. I, I, oh, I thought it was uh, like, four of each, right? But you're only satisfying one Aquaforce player. player for the case. Oh, okay, that's what you mean. I thought See you the meant problem. Like, yeah, no, I, th- I I was looking at it from like a yeah, like... split point of view. I know somebody put up a blog post about the price estimates for it. Uh, Drachma is anywhere from one fifty to two hundred dollars, and Megiddo is estimated at one thirty to one ninety after converting from yen to USD. Oh and what God. the GR is like forty a piece? Uh, yeah, Purge is forty, and the and then are the... trash. Yeah, pretty much. Well, the Destiny is estimated to be like fifteen to twenty bucks. Um, yeah. Well, the, the triple R's aren't trash. They're just not insane. No, I'm saying they're going to be, like, worth trash. Oh, worth trash. Gotcha. This, uh, yeah. Okay. Here's the other problem, right? When this kind of stuff happens, like, you're basically putting all the variants of opening packs on, like, ten cards in the entire case, right? Meaning if you don't open one of these ten cards, your box is now shit. 
Yep, pretty much. And that means there are going to be... There's 16 boxes in a case, right? Yeah. So, there are six boxes in that case, presuming that there's no ZR... And, and this is minimum six. There could be more if there's, like, GR plus SGR uh, um, boxes, right? Yeah. That have trash in them. Like... Trash money-wise. Yeah, trash yeah. money-wise. Like, you will lose, like, probably 40-plus dollars opening that box. Yeah, which is bad for, like, in the future when people are going to want these cards for whatever deck it is they're playing. Because yeah. the, car- the cards in this set are good, don't get me wrong. But, like, just in terms of trying to track them down later, it's going to be a pain in the ass. Well, I think the um, opposite problem happened because people will be opening this set a lot to sell, like, you know, these ridiculous one-ofs. Yeah. <laughs> And then they'll, what they'll do is they'll open cases, they'll find the ZRs and stop. And then just sell the rest of the boxes. Ah, okay. Interesting. So you're basically just selling boxes that are known to be trash. Hmm. I mean, my, my friends and I are doing a case split, and, like, the, the, the discrepancy between the highest and the lowest prices is, like, hilarious. Uh, Aquaforce What's is... Aquaforce, like 300? 210. Yeah, probably. Aquaforce is 210. Guess what the hmm. lowest one is? Mm. I mean, probably going to be Murakumi. Oh, no, it's Spikes. Spike Brothers, $50. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, but, like, just the the difference between, like, the the, uh, the gap yeah. there is huge. Like, I feel and, like the uh, Aquaforce player is getting away with something in that case split. Yeah, and a lot of case splits are already saying, like, all right, for all the Dragon Empire splits, there will be no ZRs because there's only one. Well, okay, so uh, in the case split, I'm getting Tachikaze, my friend Dakota's getting Murakuma, my friend Jesse's getting Kagero. Dakota and I both said, you can have it. So that was just solved on its own. And then yeah. is the second highest pricing. How much are you paying for Megiddo? Um, what do you mean? Oh, like, Are you getting Megiddo? Why would I be getting Like, I assume you're paying on top of it. Oh, no, 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 no. The Megiddo is included in the price, in the case split. Oh, God, that's, you're stealing them. Yeah, well, that, that'd be, yeah. That, that's not me. That's Miles. <laughs> um, oh well, Miles is ripping everyone off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, hey, man, it's what the dude. It, it's what Carlos said. Frank's quoted us. Hi, Carlos, if you're listening. Um, what a steal! I don't know. Well, in 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 any case, it's just I'm hoping that they do what they did with um, BT15 back in the day, which, if you guys don't know or listeners don't know, is that. Uh, Glendio, Omega Glendios, when it first came out in Japan, was like, what, one per case or something? Yep. And, and then there was a lot of people going, guys, what the hell? And then when it came out in English, they had, like, basically one in every box or something no. like yeah. that. Um, well, in Japan, it started off it was one per case. Yep. It was, like, $100. Uh-huh. Then they had some PR campaign where they gave away Glendios PRs, and then it just tanked. Yeah. What about up here, or in English? I don't, know. There, I don't know if there's ever a problem with people just obtaining Glendioses. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, when it came out in English, it was easier to pull. It wasn't one per case anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So hopefully, this will cause them to either get their shit together for future ZRs, or... Uh, Start passing them out as promos. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, again... I would we, like to say I did state this worry in the when Ultimate Strive to Search revealed. I was like, man, if these things are one per case, they're going to be really absurd. Yeah, yeah. and they're and they're one of each per case, which is kind of what I meant. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like you called it. You're right. Yep. You called it. <laughs> um, yeah. for sure. I mean, whatever. At, at the end of the day, there's not much we can do. And also, at the end of the day, the only clan that really gets hurt by this is Aquaforce, for the most <laughs> part. So, like. 
could have been worse. Like Drachma could have been like a. It could have been what we said, which just restands like five times for yeah, some reason. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then dominates and blows stuff up or whatever. That'd, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I think it's because like in the anime, it's this catastrophic like firestorm, and because uh, they want to make it look nice, and mm-hmm. you know, it does that. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the zoo, ZR, but I'm not looking forward to it now. I used to, but. Because that's the next one we're going to see. Are you I'm... looking forward to paying for it? No. And the, the, the good thing is... I mean, is... I'm not looking forward to an estimated $130 Megiddo. Yeah, I bet. Um, and that's the low end. Yeah. I would just, like... Let's hope English Bougerer gets their shit together, or they just... Start passing them out. Start passing them out. Or, or, or just uh, lower your standards and don't get it. And continue uh, winning anyway, because you don't need it. That much. I mean, Alexandrus is still going to kill my wallet. Oh yeah, th- that's for sure. But you know, the other people in the in the set. Um. Anyway, so that, that's pretty much all we have to say about uh, the the ZR ratios and stuff. So on to the topic at hand. Root beer. This is your idea. Yeah. So something that I've always wanted to talk about, and Matt has complained about before, is just the idea of generic support versus archetype support. So, in this game, there are certain archetypes, stuff like Liberators or Revengers, where everything has that word in its name, and everything will usually ask for having a vanguard or rear, other rearguards with the archetype name, and a lot of the time, you'll have to pay the cost with that archetype name, too. Question. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people refer to these as a subclan. What, to <laughs> you, is the difference between an archetype and a subclan? I don't care. I just use it well, interchangeably. Okay. God damn it. Um, so, <laughs> Gabe discussed this before when he was on one of the previous episodes. I don't remember what episode it was. It doesn't Maybe. actually matter. Yeah. But uh, it was, uh, he said that uh, subclans have to have triggers, like a full deck of that type. Mm-hmm. Like Liberator's a subclan, where like Overlord is not, because it doesn't have triggers. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's on board. But it doesn't matter. And for the for the yeah. purposes of this, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, for the purposes of this discussion, it doesn't matter. So if you if you hear the word archetype or subclan, just put in parentheses the other word. Arch- archetype is more is more general, so we should just use that. Yeah. Yes. All right. Sorry. Continue. So, this was something that started around limit break. I think it was right. Mm-hmm. It was when they started introducing all these subclans. So. I don't know. A lot of people are really attached to them, probably just because they were playing them back in the day, and so they are always asking for specific archetype support, and that really pisses you off, Matt. Yeah, because so... Because we just want generic good cards, right? Alright, so first of all, I think the idea of subclans were a mistake. I think it's... Oh, I think it's... So, I don't know why Japanese card games continue to do this. Well, they'll just, like... Say, okay, here's a bunch of cards that, like, share a name, and you're supposed to put them in a deck together, and the deck just works. Like, it's a way for players to just avoid deck building completely, because you don't have to think about it. You have to just be like, oh, that has the same name, it probably goes in this deck. Mm-hmm. And Yu-Gi-Oh! does this shit, too, right? Yeah. And then, in fact, this is, like, how Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like, defined. Is like, you just take a bunch of, like, cards that work together, i.e. have the same name, and that's your engine, and then you just add cards to your engine. Right? That's That's all you do. And it's like... It just makes deck building really, really lazy mm. and stupid. Yeah. So instead of continuing to support archetypes like they keep doing for whatever reason, like, like I, I think, and I was extremely pissed off and when GBT13 showed fucking Shiryuki support 
<laughs> I was like, why? For what purpose? <coughs> Waifus, though. The deck was never good. Yeah. The deck wasn't even popular. I mean... It had, like, a stride from a fire collection for who knows what reason. And the stride was generic, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, the stride was partly generic. But yeah. yeah. And then they print more fucking Shiryuki support that also sucks. Why? For what reason? These could be just generic Murakumo cards, and the clan would be better off for it. Yeah. Like, even if... And it would... Even the Shiryuki would benefit more from generic cards than these shitty Shiryuki-specific cards. But, like, Little Red Riding Hood waifus, or whatever. I, I don't care. Okay. I <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I cannot care about people's fucking emotional attachment to these fictional characters. I mean, ultimately, that just comes down to the thing about, like, your clan and the... The patriotism, I guess you could say. Well, that's another I, thing, is clans are already kind of restricting deck building. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, clans already restrict deck building, and then they just decide that, oh, it's still too hard to build decks because, you know, you have to look at things with clan on it and figure out what's worked together even in the fucking clan, which usually has the same gimmicks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean we, can, we can see this clearly in, in uh, decks that don't have archetypes, where people just can't build decks for some reason. So, you know. Like what? Uh, uh, Chrono Jet. Yeah, oh. people, you know, decks where people just continuously put bad cards in it. Yeah. Uh, it's also very apparent for clans where all the archetypes feel very samey. Aqua Force. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, even Blue Wave decks cheat a bit with their rear guards. We're like, oh, I don't need every rear guard to have Blue Wave. Just enough yeah. of them. Yeah. And then, right. something that stems from this that I really hate is the special costs that they introduced in Limit Break. Th this was like Break Ride, break ride yes. era, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, and the special cost is you have to pay the cost with a certain name card, so like Counter Blast 1 Eradicator or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so, I just really hate this because it kind of restricts deck building, because... There are all these generic good cards that I might want to use, and I always have to kind of keep it in the back of my mind, like, but wait, I have to, like, counterblast the blue wave or something like that, so I have to have X amount so that I can consistently draw them or get them in my soul or damage zone wherever they need to go so I can pay costs with them, right? Yeah. What's even worse is this makes the game just, like, at the table harder to play. Like, it, well, not harder in the sense, like, it, it just is going to make more unseeable mistakes. Yeah. Like, no one's going to read every card your opponent has, and they're, and you're not going to check every card they counterblast, right? Yeah. But this means you have to, every time somebody counterblasts something, you know, that's in a subclan, you have to look, see if it's a, a special counterblast. If it is, check to see what they even counterblast to make sure, you know, the, the game is, like, proceeding properly. Mm-hmm. If this, if this a special counterblasting wasn't a thing... Then we will be able to, you know, go through these very smoothly without worrying about what my opponent is counterblasting. Yeah, and this is especially important with like Bermuda, uh, you know, like the Grade Two Celtic that needs a counterblast mm -hmm. a Prism. Uh, you know, if you don't have a, you, like, you could try. To, I mean, most opponents, if you counterblasted a, um, what's the, if you counterblasted like a Spica, mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't even think about it. Yeah, like, you could get away with it probably ninety percent of the time. Yeah, like, the only reason I don't do that is because I'm an honest person, but, like, 
if I was going up against someone who didn't know better and I felt like cheating them, I could easily do that. Yeah, right? Like, no one's going to check this shit. And it would just, it makes the game cleaner, mm-hmm. and like, f- from just, you know, a rules perspective, to just not have these special counterblasts. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, that's actually something I hadn't thought about as much until you brought it up, and I'm just like, yeah, I totally agree. And not only do I agree, I think it's actually very destructive to, you know, mm-hmm. keep these cards around. Destructive. And, and can, yeah. destructive to, like, how, you know, like, the smoothness of the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there's also the ever-present problem of just dividing up support because, you know, clans in this game already get very uneven support, so when your support is further divided between these irrelevant sub-clan cards that you're never going to freaking use like, and that aren't usually going to see effective tournament play, you just have to kind of worry, like, oh, these are three or four, you know, locked cards that I can't use in my generic deck like, let's just say you're using, like, the main G-Era deck, the Strider deck, whatever, and they release some sub-clan support that could have been generic cards, and maybe if they were generic, they might have been good for your deck as a whole, but now you can't use them because, you know, they're locked to an archetype. Right. And, uh, like, and I keep bringing Murakumo up, because I think Murakumo satisfies a lot of different properties. One, it, it is one of the few, one of the least supported clans in the game. <laughs> By a, you know, it's in the bottom group of like, you know, Mega Colony, Murakumo. Uh, trying to think who else is down there. Spice is probably pretty low. Uh, uh, here, let's see how oh, many. No, nah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I'm curious. <laughs> in terms of like support number, yeah, Spice yeah. is down there. And, I mean, and, but Spike's overall like Spike's not having a lot of archetypes actually mm-hmm. saves them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like their their archetypes were. Dudley, which wasn't even an archetype until, like, BT-16, when they already had Legion, which wasn't an archetype-based thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could just still use all their cards together. And then Rising came out, but he wasn't really, care- like, some things care about your Vanguard be ri- being Rising, but that's it. Yeah, I yeah. mean... Other it, than it, that, he's just like, just put the charge yeah. keyword somewhere. Yeah, it, yeah, it's mostly just, like, the crit and, you know, may- maybe, like, if you have a Rising Vanguard... Frog Raider. Frog, Frog, Raider. Frog, Raider. Frog, Frog Raider. Raider, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. so, like, since their support isn't split up a bunch... That you know the deck just looks better, but Murakumo mm-hmm. is one of the, you know probably has less support than Spikes. I'm not actually sure on the numbers, but has like five different archetypes. You have Shiryuki, Dueling Dragons, Hyaki, Yasuie, um, Magatsu. Uh, uh, let's I'm see. sure I'm missing some crap. Yeah, that's all the ones I can think of off the top of my head, and yeah. I think last time you guys got support, didn't they have both Dueling Dragons and Hiyaki in the set? Yeah, they, yeah. they have... Oh, not the last time. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. No, they. I don't know if they have Dueling Dragons, but they definitely had Hiyaki. In yeah. the technical booster, they had, like, a bunch of Dueling Dragon support for no fucking reason. Yeah, I was thinking of the tech booster. They had... Yeah. It's like, Dueling why? Dragons. Yeah. Nobody so. thought Dueling Dragons were cool. I mean, there was a time when, like, Zanbaku got hyped for some reason. <laughs> well, but... no, that was when they showed the name, but not the rest of the card. <laughs> No, like, oh, no, mm-hmm. uh, no. This was a long ass time ago when they showed break rides. Because if you're on Zanbaku, yeah. if your opponent wants to break ride, they have to discard another card. Yeah. Oh, okay. But this that's was bad you. because your opponent's break riding before you, and that's just generally bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> let's see. yeah. So looking at Murakumo's page, they have four archetypes in the sub plan. Guess which one's the sub plan? Off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. So they have Dueling Dragon, Hyaki, Madatsu, Shiryuki, Yasuye. Which one's the sub plan? I'm going to guess Hiyaki, because I know there were some grade twos none of that them took have his anything name. In their name. No, yeah. they, none of them ha- even has triggers. 
So who then? Matt, do you have no, a guess? No, there is no subclan for Murakumo. Magatsu. Uh, according, uh, they don't have triggers. According to the Wikia, they're a subclan. Oh, well, the Wikia is wrong. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the Wikia is constantly wrong, so... Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I Guy Death Parade. Yeah, Guy yeah, Death Parade. Tell them that they're wrong. Oh, no, no, this was here first, so it must be right. And then they get they get egg on their face. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, but yes, they they are kind of like spread too thin, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and like and they're in such a terrible position, and yet they kill still keep splitting support. Yeah, yeah. and you look at another clan that was in like an equally as bad position prior to GBT twelve ODT, mm-hmm. and the reason that this clan you know went from bottom of the barrel up to like tier one. It was not only because each Kashima exists, but that it's generic. Yeah, yeah. Like the support that pulled it up is generic, and, and then, that's so huge. And like the, this gives the clan the mobility to use that card in wherever sees fit. They could have easily fucked that card over by saying, "If you have a heart with Sasano in the name or some shit." Yeah, yeah. They, and they have five archetypes and/or subclans: Battle Sisters, Magus, Susano, Witches, and Tsukuyomi. But they also have a huge amount of support. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they've been around since the game began. Right. And most of the good support is generic, too. Yeah. But, like, if you if you make that a Susano restricted card for whatever reason, right? Or, like, needing a heart with... I guess Oracle would, would be less restrictive, but, like... Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of such dumb... Like, a, you need a noble heart where the fuck Susano is. I mean, she, uh, she herself does have the Oracle ability, so that's the quote-unquote restriction, but... You know, right, but I'm saying yeah. like it's generic as far as the clan goes. Yes, you're right. And so that allows you to play the card in very different ways. Yes. Where if you look at a lot of the Murakumo support that like needs you know Hyaki or whatever, like you can only do this card. You can only do like one thing with this card. Yep. You just don't have freedom to like use the card in unique or interesting ways to try to you know make up ground. Like obviously Ichikashima is kind of a bad example in the sense that the cards are so powerful mm-hmm. that it doesn't really match up, but Man, it feels bad that they just keep dividing like clans, which are already bad. Yeah, and then lately that they've been doing is now they're introducing like uh, archetype striders. So pretty much guarantees that whatever archetype they gave a strider to will probably have like fairly consistent support every time a set comes out. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, like. Celestials. Every time Angel Feather gets support, they'll just get more cards and well, still they clearly suck. Aren't, they clearly aren't giving giving Gavrel support. That's for sure. <laughs> that hurts. I mean, Actually, it doesn't hurt me, but it hurts. No CL just doesn't exist anymore. It still might be their best for strike. Uh, it's still the best deck, <laughs> but like in terms of Bushiroad ever directly supporting it, I'm pretty sure No Seal just doesn't exist anymore. Well, No Seal Great 1 is still fantastic, so... Yeah. I, th- I, I think they just have a bad taste in their mouth from uh, Refros Loop No Seal with all that Which, stuff. It is their fault. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why they're so tentative about uh, oh, sure. uh, doing anything. And then, I think the excuse a lot of people give to archetype support is that it's cheap, Okay, so, but, like, budget players can get into them as, like, baby's first deck? Baby's first deck. Uh, what do you think about that? Who, me or him? Um, like, either or. Okay. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry. So, here's the thing, right? People keep 
who was it? Who? Who? All right, Black Remoir from the subreddit said something about options uh, for like, uh, like you know, like support for things that don't matter, like mm-hmm. example eradicators. And the problem with this is that it actually gives you more options to have generic support. Generic support always gives you more options than some specific support. Yeah. And like you, like one defense that you could say he was talking about options of decks to play. But again, generic support even gives you more decks to play because you can use it in these subclans as it were an actual clan. And this is especially true of strides who take the name of your heart. So yeah. they'll always have whatever name you're looking for. But when you print like some eradicator specific stride, you're just locking it out. I mm-hmm. mean, part of it is it, it like they need to incentivize you to play the subclan in the first place. Like, do I play the generic version or do I play this? You know how you incentivize people to play a subclan? You print rear guards that matter. Yeah. Like, the reason people play Battle Sisters is because they have rear guards that are good. Mm-hmm. If you didn't care about the rear guards, you wouldn't play Battle Sisters. Like, that's, that's legit it. Is that really all there is to it? Just. Yeah. yeah. You put rear guards that matter that are pre GB. Yeah, makes sense. See, my theory is at least part of this is so they, ha- they can distinguish characters in the anime who play the same clan. Uh, okay, wait. D- do you believe that the card game feeds into the anime or the anime feeds into the card game? Because for me, I think it's the latter. It's definitely the latter. Yeah. They just they just do whatever's going to make the anime work. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, if they really want, like, they have enough clans to where they don't, I don't think they, they would need to do that, you know? Yeah. But they do anyways. Yep. <sighs> if, they, if they cared about their game, they would uh, instead, you know, create cards and then just make the anime to fit the cards. Yeah. But uh, yeah. that's definitely not what they do. Although, I, I gotta say, like, I noticed that um, with the new Magic Colony supports, they have two characters playing Magic Colony. Mm-hmm. And uh, both of them use the same archetype, that being Darkface. However, they have different, like, grade 3 bosses. But they still can take advantage of all the Darkface support. Wait, why can Gridora use dark face cards? It's got dark face she has dark name. face in the name. Dark face. Oh, Gridora. does she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I didn't actually read the name. Yeah, <laughs> evil governor, dark face Gridora. Oh, that seems just thrown in there. It is thrown in there, but that's a good <laughs> thing <laughs> because that means There's that you can use that. the crit. You can use that uh, Vulcan Laferte thing. Like it's like it's a reactive stance to all of the. Stuff right, that's been out. What? <laughs> you, know you, you know how you fuck over Mega Colony? Yeah. You start printing archetype support. You start saying, let's throw some machining cards in there. Yeah. And if you w- truly want to make the bad, worst machining cards, you make them GB locked. Yeah. yeah. You just make GB locked machining cards that just don't matter to anybody. And then, if you really want to get them, uh, you make some uh, some Giraffa cards. <laughs> Yeah, I would just play that for the meme qualities, but your only dark face cards are Gridora and like two double R's. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. and oh, and uh, and you know some generic strike, and you're like, yeah. we did it. We we have we have dark face support, and then you're like, <laughs> none of these. <laughs> I, I mean, the worst part is that like I could definitely see this happening, especially because it's you know the zoo booster, so they're gonna be. Yeah. I mean, from the looks of it, we're already getting musketeer support in zoo booster. Uh, yeah, because they released card lures in Monthly Bushiroad, and there was one for a Musketeer unit that doesn't exist yet, so... Okay, see, I I think that... Well, obviously, Metatolini needs the most help. 
And mm-hmm. having two characters in the anime, in theory, should mean that they get more. But like, I would like to say that Gold Paladin is still garbage and has a character playing in the anime. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't know what what was in set thirteen that really benefited them. Like Gerd Gerd Helios was whatever, and the, the PG is all right because you can uh, like put stuff to bottom. Nothing. And... Nothing. They just printed Liberator cards. Yeah, I mean you can use, but the thing is, the liberator yeah, cards don't need is other. Gold's got a gen- another generic Strider. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, li- but like the liberator cards don't need liberator Vanguard. You can just use it with. Other I thought stuff. they did. Really? Oh, um, hmm. I'm yeah, they, they, all need, they always need uh, the new cards. Need liberator Vanguard. Yeah. Or and or call liberators. Yeah. Well, and then like the whole Garmore stuff recently with uh, high beasts. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. but, but that but that also just feeds in the liberators. So like the, the, they're kind of like just doing these offshoots of offshoots. I just don't understand like where they think they're going with this. Yeah, neither do I really. I don't know. And the worst part was they got it so right with Ichikoshima, and then now they're just kind of. I think both the uh, eleven and twelve are just great. Yeah. yeah. Like, they both did a lot. They both had, like, relevant impacts in the metagame. They both, you know, the cards felt good. Like, the sets felt worth buying. Mm-hmm. And now, this GBT 13, I just can't care about it. Like, I assume I'm going to pay, like, $12 for the Murder Carmel cards I need. I'm going to be done. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I don't pre- think you'd be incorrect. I, I'm pretty happy about these uh, these Tachikaze cards, because I've been testing them for a couple weeks. They're great. But... Like, that's why when you told me that the Murakumo case was like, what was it, 70? I was like, fuck no. Well, that, that's, what it was I, at, that's what it was at first. It dropped to 40, so. <laughs> so I still wouldn't do it. Like, I would pay 20, maybe. Uh, I mean, well, I mean like, the prediction I the card, on Genma think, is that he's $2. Yeah, that's... I think the cards are that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to buy them to buy them. Like, I'm not even going to care. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, um, so I'm looking at Liberator Improved Falcon. It's... There, there is nothing. There is no mention of a liberator in its effect, only in its name. So, yeah, um, but it's also a PG. Yeah, but like, it's better than the one that um, the one where you put some in the bottom, it gets fifteen k. Can they still just not play? Can, do they still have to play stance? Uh, unfortunately, I think yes. Do. Gross. Then the deck's still bad. Probably, yeah. I mean, I'm and not then... talking about gold paladins on the whole. I'm just looking at the. Stands are awful. The sub-clan V archetype thing. Cause... Well, the, Gar- the Garmore deck plays, like, what, like, 12 stand or something? I yeah, because so. you it's, just it's, make gigantic columns and restand them. It's uh, a meme deck anyway, so... Yeah. But it's the fun kind of meme deck. It's the meme deck that's better, arguably better than the actual uh, main deck. What do you mean, arguably? It is better. <laughs> Garmore? Yeah. Probably. I mean, people are gonna argue it anyway, so... Yeah. Um... But like I don't know with with, with subclans and not subclans. Do you think that people clamoring for subclan support is kind of ruining it for everybody else? Kind of, yeah. Like where people don't know what's good for them or whatever it is. Yeah, I think so. A lot of it is that people are attached to a certain name or an aesthetic, so they're asking for the support. But really, they're just asking for the support. Kind of divides up the clan and takes away. What could be, like, good generic support from things that might actually need that generic support. Alright, so basically these people just want whatever pet deck they have to be better. Which is fine. You're allowed to want that. However, 
uh, your deck would be your like my the the over the overarching point is this is that your deck will be better with generic support always yeah yeah and you shouldn't be asking for subclans and if you want if they want to throw like a couple comments to a subclan for like regards it's fine go mm-hmm. right ahead but the strides the strides should be as generic as possible at all points yeah and then uh I'm losing. Oh yeah, there are times when archetypes will do things that are vaguely related to the clan mechanic, but the specifics are so different from the popular Giera decks that it just becomes super weird. Like you can't really use any of the generic support with your archetype deck because you either need all of the same name or just because your deck does something so completely different that you can't use it even if you wanted to. Well, yeah, I mean, like strike and anything else. <laughs> yeah. I, I, w- I was thinking of Battle Sisters where because of the special counterbalance <laughs> thing that I mentioned earlier that like it's just you can't really shoehorn other stuff in there. Hell, even well, Zodi- even Zodiac Time Beasts are like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't play anything else. Well, some some people play like one Meshkia, but like the amount of times I've been playing against my friends and they do the grade two where you bind top card and then if it's a ZTB you put a card on bottom of deck and they got Meshkia was like Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, uh, Shira Yuki, just because you brought it up, with, like, other generic shell stitch support. I'm like, I'm not sure how this is supposed to work. It wouldn't. Yeah. Like, all and you then... do is try to throw Shira Yuki's back in deck to draw them again, mm-hmm. or search them again, and then discard them for minus 10k. Yeah, like... like you, it's this, it, but it's like this engine to gain, what, one 10k shield? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all of this could be fixed if Murkumoji guards were not just garbage, <laughs> but in fact, all of them are garbage, every single one. And then I was also trying to think of like, because the new stride you can like subtract power and make all your Shiryuki's attack from the back row, and I was trying to think like, is there anything that could clone Shiryuki easily? And like, nothing was coming to me off the top of my head. I mean, you you have that stand trigger. Yeah, the put back in deck called two guy, the hidden but scroll. Why? But why? Uh, I don't know. I was just offering an answer to this <coughs> question. And there's lots of ways to clone it. You can yeah. clone it with dual weapon. Oh, right. Okay. I forgot about dual weapon. I mean, but I don't play this a, plan, so I can't. You need a Shiryuki on Rear, though. You need a Shiryuki on Rear, though, for that. Oh, okay. But you could also clone it with. No, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There yeah. are some ways. Some. Uh, you can clone it with the Shiryuki stride. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to hand. Yeah, I mean. I think, like, something I, I think is interesting is that with Gear Chronicle, where most of the deck was built around one, or not deck, mo- most of the clan was originally built around this one card, that being Chrono Jet. And yeah, mm. it's evolved to, like, the Zodiac Time Beast thing, but it also kept the name Chrono Jet so that you could use that, although over time ZTBs got more xenophobic, but... Leading up to that point, it was very easy to just kind of do a mishmash of stuff and have it be okay. Yeah. Um, and then, but like, even but, with ZTBs being kind of an archetype now, they're all still tied to Chrono Jet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think what ZTB did was all it did was make deck building easier for people. Yeah. Like, I think Bushiroad is afraid that if they don't have archetypes or something like, you know, that's xenophobic in the mm-hmm. clan... That people will think it's too difficult to build decks. Yeah. Which I and don't that, know if that is even true. And now they're starting to do really weird things with Archetype, where 
They're now asking for you, like, when you have a stride with the archetype name in its original card name, too. So you can't even use, like, generic strides with archetype decks anymore, or they're trying to make it so you can't do that. Hmm. Yeah. It's just, uh... I mean, people are, in general, stupid, and you do want the game to be accessible as possible at the end of the day. Like... But at what cost? At yeah. what cost? Like right now, I think the only things that are doing that are Chaos and Overlord, where they're asking for stuff with Chaos or Overlord in the original card name, too. That means that your heart card has to be the thing, right? Or No, no like, the Overlord support is all saying, if you have a Grade 4 Overlord with... Uh, grade 4 Vanguard with Overlord in its original card name. So the Stride has to have Overlord in its name for the effect to go off. Gotcha. Hmm. <laughs> like so far it's kind of innocuous because it's just power boosts but that's kind of concerning for what that what they might do in the future yeah because before they were like you know because it shares the heart cards name you could do mm-hmm. all the other stuff that required of this vanguard and they played yeah. off it for a while and then now it's yeah uh, so far it was just the chaos stride fodder where if it's discarded for something with chaos in its original card name you get the chaos search and then now with the Overlord stuff, they all get power boosts if they have a grade four with Overlord in his original name. Yeah, but I, I mean the thing with the Chaos Stride that doesn't mm-hmm. really bother me that much because the thing isn't already on the circle to do stuff. But the Overlord yeah. one is kind of a step further, and it's a little a little concerning for sure. Yeah. So hopefully they don't keep doing that. They haven't. They didn't do it for any of the other archetype support, which is better, but. Yeah, but maybe they're kind of dipping their toe in the pool there, and mm-hmm. it might continue yeah. on. I mean, from that. they have done that every now and then. Where I remember back in GBT09, they would also do that, where some of them would ask for like having two blue waves on the vanguard circle, and so since the heart counts as a separate unit, they would have the stride and the heart. So they're yeah. essentially telling you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think basically archetype support is generally shit. And I, I, I wish uh, that archetypes just didn't exist at all to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Or like <clears throat> if they were going to have that kind of archetype support, they should just make the cards generic but have the theming name or whatever because people like it. Yeah. Like, but I like, think a lot of it yeah. is just people being attached to the aesthetic of a certain archetype, so they could just print things with that aesthetic, but still make it generic. People will probably just gravitate towards it anyways. Yeah. yeah. And it, but I just think the game would just... Like, deck building would be more interesting, mm-hmm. and, like, I still think you can make cards with certain aesthetics to tie people to cards rather than archetypes. Yeah, and I think that would be fine. But yeah, and I don't mind like the character archetypes that much, like the crits and stuff. Like I think these are like fine cards. Like I don't think those are as like as egregious as things that are like more xenophobic, like Battle Sisters or uh, like over, I guess like New Overlord stuff or like uh, you know any of the Break Right era archetypes. Yeah, or subclans, but uh. I, I just think the game would just be a lot better. And it would make deck building harder, sure. Like, you would have more decisions to put what, of what to put in your deck. But that is not a bad thing. 
Yeah. It just I mean, people makes... are always complaining about, you know, X deck being too simple and straightforward or whatever. So you'd think they would invite more challenges for deck building. No. See, what they want is they want their deck to be easy and simple while everyone else's deck is not yeah. for whatever reason. Like, Kubo super, takes super skills to play, yo. Stop. <laughs> to be fair, you need a very... God, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's the best coffee possible. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it so much. It accurately describes Rick and Morty fans. If I... Like, <laughs> literally, it doesn't matter where I am at this point. If I see the words, to be fair, my brain fills it in. And then, I get, and then I'm like, oh, I hate everybody. What's great is that, like, this entire fan base has been reduced to that copy pasta. Yeah, pretty much. As, as sad like, as that it, is. It, and, and there's no one willing to argue it. Like, everyone's like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The, the worst part is you can't even recommend the show anymore. Because then, you, fuck it, we're on a tangent. Or you're just like, what, sh- no what TV shows do you like? Oh, you know, I like BoJack Horseman, Archer, Rick and Morty. And uh, what was that third one? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Little <laughs> Pony. <laughs> you have to hide the fact that you watch Rick and Morty. Or like, or they're like, I don't know. I heard good things about that show. Should I watch it? You're like, yeah, but like, don't Google it or don't talk about it. In don't public. talk about it in public. <laughs> like, just and to, and, <laughs> and go to, to this. Fair, go to the this fan base did this to themselves. <laughs> I and it. I do think, and looking back, like. Oh, you know, of Rick and Morty and of like of like other shows of similar vein. I do think Futurama is just a better show. <laughs> like Rick and Morty takes this extra like thing to try to be like edgy or whatever that Futurama never needed to take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While Futurama was still like, I think more like has better is funnier and funnier in like the smallest ways. Mm-hmm. Like you can rewatch episodes of Futurama. And you will find like small things that you've constantly missed. Yeah, yeah. like I, I think the show's like a lot better in that respect. But anyway, uh, that to that tangent, I just wanted to say right. that Futurama is great. You should watch Futurama. Um, I mean, I think I'm pretty much done with the main topic at hand. Do you guys have anything else to add? Archetype support is shit. Stop asking for it. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, every time somebody asks for it, I'm just already upset. And and I know, I've seen on the subreddit somebody asked for Shiryuki support, and I don't remember who it was. If I ever remember, I hate you. <laughs> um, now I want to go find it in the time it takes for me to look it up. Uh, let's see. I, I don't actually, actually want to know who it was. Uh, because I'll hate them. Because it's all their fault. <laughs> Not their fault at all, actually. Uh, Bushiroad only pays attention to Living Proof's channel. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, this is oh uh, uh, yeah. So this is some tinfoil hat conspiracy theory stuff right here. Uh, it is we think that b- there is evidence, and by evidence I mean there's no evidence whatsoever. But <laughs> saying that uh, Bushiroad watches Living Proof's channel because Living Proof will come up with a vague card idea, and Bushiroad will print a card that's vaguely related to it. Actually, See how all this is very vague. Yeah. This is why you know it's tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. Also, they took it. I a, mean, or like there's a step further that pe- like people in Proof's Discord. Now think that there's a bushy spy, and they think I'm the spy. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm here to say Atlas is definitely not the spy. He, his life is not that interesting. I mean, I know, right? Spying on our Discord because proofs vague ideas tend to come true, and so do my vague ideas. Mm. Yeah, what is this? So, <laughs> and it's funny that like it'd be proofs of all things, but uh, yeah, I mean, proofs 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 channel is great, right? But it's not like 
I, I actually I think I know what happened. The Bushi spy went into like other Discord channels for Vanguard and was like, "Wow, these people are really obnoxious." And then you go to a Proof's channel and it's like so calm and collected, and people like think about stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, most people think about stuff, and you're like, "What is this? It's like a magical place." It's like the purest Discord Discord channel. Oh yeah, I I I found the post with all this Murakumo talk. Hopes for Shiryuki. Seeing yeah, as how the guy. grade three dot reprinted, I'm going. Yeah, what's this person's name? I want to know. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't want him to get cyberbullied. <laughs> what? I don't cyberbully. Yeah, but like other people listen to this podcast, and you know, right? All right, but right. whoever this person is, know that I hate them. Okay. Um. Well, no, wait. Seeing as how the grade three dot reprinted, I'm going. I bet it was Toen. I bet it was fucking Toen. It's always that guy. No, it's not. All right. Is it? I am Neko. No. Stop. Uh, top comment is if they do Hiyaki and Shiryuki, they definitely owe us some Madatsu love as well. And then, I'm sure that was. Oh no! Here's the best part. Widom's <laughs> replied, "Bushi's never fair." Sad, sad face. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, to answer Rupert's question. Wait, what? How long ago was it? I was banned. As, I've been banned was, like four months. Ten months ago it was ten months ago. Uh, oh, I was. I, I think I was just complaining about the set in general. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure I replied to Wo. I, Wo Dragon was the second comment. I'm like 100 percent sure because he's the only one ever who asked for Magatsu support. Yeah. Well, anyway, so uh, yes, I I do think that they should keep doing uh, generic support because freaking they, it worked with Ichikashima. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, it also just generally works. Yeah. Cough, cough, Segan, burn, cough, cough. Yeah, um, that too. But, uh, yeah, and and I just don't know what happened with GBT-13. Like, there's so much, like, archetype subclan support. It's almost like they have a different designer than they had for the previous sets. Mm-hmm. And I just and want... They're also the- increasing the amount of cards that specifically support the Strider archetype. Yeah, and to make it worse, they're just going to make the GRs, which are fairly necessary, and the ZRs are very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the rest of the stuff yeah. like like my problem with the GRs is that they're making GRs that are encouraging the use of multiple copies, which I I hate. Which that. I thought they moved away from after the uh, Aqua Force Clan Booster because yeah. you well, had like well, Dominator Thavis being like ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they say two extremes is, a, is a, more like a horseshoe, right? So you had the GRs that you had to flip a copy of it, and then they were like, all right, we're going to move away from that, and some of them will either like flip anything or not flip at all. And then they got so far into making them like decent that they've kind of gone the other direction and made them so good that you need multiple copies anyway. So it's just kind of, we've come full circle. So annoying. Stop uh, this crap. Yeah, but I'm talking more about stuff like the purge where it has a non-GB skill and a GB skill, and so just looking at that, you're like, "Huh, I might need at least two copies." Yeah, or just Alexandros, where it's just so generically awesome that you're like, "Yeah, crap." But Alexandros also scales the more you use him, and he has a non-GB skill, so yeah. that's still kind of encouraging you. You, it feels like they're just kind of negging you to be like, "Hey, you know, you need multiple copies for this to be effective, right?" Hey, you should buy like. Four of them. When you say negging, do you mean like the type of negging where you go to a bar and insult girls? Or whatever? Like that kind of negging? Or negging is in like what? losing money? I don't even know this word. Really? Really? Yeah. No, it's it's like that practice where you hit on women by just kind of like casually insulting them. 
Oh, that sounds that sounds pretty bad, Strat. I apparently yeah, I was talking. Yeah, I was talking about that kind of negging where they're just oh, like, "Hey, it's really shitty yeah. to only have one copy. You suck. You should get more of them. Buy more boxes." So they're like gaslighting oh. you. Kind of. Yeah. I see. This seems like a very bad practice. People should not do this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah but that's what these new cards feel like. Um, hell, I'll, I'll, although, like, I gotta say, like, Dance Lot Peace Saver, that kind of ne- like needed multiple copies ish. Not really. Yeah. Well, I didn't notice like, it then you, everyone... because I did. I wasn't thinking about the crit part of the skill. I honestly forgot that part existed. But yeah, yeah, I feel like this is something they've been slowly edging towards. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, the good thing is, like, you you needed, at maximum, like, two. Yeah. Slides. They keep printing... They should keep... If they're gonna do this, they should just keep making Gear Chronicles GRs, because none of them matter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Cough, cough, mystery freeze. Oh, my... But the card's so broken! It's quadruple drive with a guard restrict. <laughs> and, like... But you shuffle, and you can't... I, but, I want, it's, but it's always going to happen. Uh, I, I, four... I wonder what would happen if, um, like, you didn't shuffle so you could use with Demiurge. How broken would Demiurge get? I mean, Demiurge could already go off first stride. He does not give a shit about Mystery Freeze. No, but I mean, like, because you can set up Mystery Freeze, and then... No, we get it. Yeah. It's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most people would just try to either Demiurge again, or... Like, stride literally anything else? Oh. Well then, never mind. Whatever. But really, Demiurge should just try to win when the first time they Demiurge. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Um, Well, yeah, that's pretty much what we think of uh, generic versus archetypal support. Generic is better. Shut up about eradicators. And uh, next week, we'll be covering the Link Joker clan booster. So, I don't know. I I think they're like these... Black ring, silvery liquid metal skull things. But they're like Mega Colony, but better. Yeah, that's oh, okay. what it was. It's, it's a better Mega Colony. Um, what is it? Yeah, so uh, get excited for that because this is the first set review we've had in like a month and a half. So, yay. Look, we sure could always talk about Token Ranbu. Shut it's not up. a real clan. <laughs> Dude, there's it, no reason that Token Ranbu should exist. If April Fool's ever falls on a Friday, that's when I'm doing the... the... Let's just never do... <coughs> even as a joke. Let's just not even give it, you know, the, the oxygen. Don't give it the time of day. <laughs> the sad thing is, the latest wave of support was actually pretty good. Who cares? I, I, real clan. I promised if they, win, if they win a big tournament, I will acknowledge them as a clan, but I don't, so... Yeah. Uh, well, until next time. All right. Uh, don't forget, you can find us at Nexus at Night on Twitter. You can find me at Atlas Novak. Find me at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse or on my fish, lightningfish.blogspot.com. And, uh, oh yeah, giantoutwardbear.wordpress.com. And it's, I don't have a blog. Yeah. I'll, I'll just let other people blog for me. Yeah. My, my my blog is generic, so don't don't go on there expecting. I mean, my blog stuff. is slowly just going to than... turn into an art blog because I haven't but, felt the urge to write about Vanguard lately. Yeah. But if your blog is generic, that means it's just better than archetype blogging. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn! We've come full circle. Ugh. All right. Well, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. We're Still. here. And have a good night, everyone. 
take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder that, of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.